come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> this is the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. You can't do an, a serious intro. <laughs> you gotta tell us you can't do that. Now. What are you can't doing? do that. It's Starring. Uh, Holly, Michaela, <laughs> and I'm Colin. No, never again. Bringing hope and despair across the planet Earth. Why are we bringing despair? Right. Because to, we're you watching. Need to, you need to vet this shit before we start doing what? this. So we're canceling everything out. We're just, we're just neutralizing everything. <laughs> we're not bringing Lord. despair to anyone. Well, they haven't listened. To they, have they watched this? Have they listened yeah. to this episode yet? We've brought despair so, in the past. Here's what we you're gonna do. You're going to make me want a real beer. If this is the uh, first episode that you're joining us, thank you. Welcome. Oh, yes. Please. Sorry about I that intro, but thanks yeah, for being we here. We apologize. <laughs> if this, yeah, if this is your first one, we apologize for bringing you in there. Colin likes to try things. Yeah, no big. He doesn't run to buy us first. Every now and again. You never yeah. know. It's like, I'm going to try something new. Uh, so we watch movies that are chosen round robin by the, the aforementioned mission. internet radio mm-hmm. superstars. And uh, then we watch them, and we're going to talk about them, and uh, you're going to listen, hopefully, to the end, because we're going to... Threatening them? Well, we're just saying, I'm setting them up for what's ahead, because I'm, I hope that people aren't tuning out before we no. uh, give our recommendations. Don't we're do gonna that. We're going to talk a little while. We're going to answer some of your mail, and then we're going to give our yeah. uh, talk a little bit more about the movie. Instead of tuning out, they should subscribe or like, right, Colin? That's right. <laughs> How do they do that? They can uh, go over and over to uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find fantastic mm. internet radio shows. That's right. That's where we are. These podcasty things that all the kids are talking about. <laughs> God, you're batting a thousand this intro. So, I gotta say, we're, keep going. We're not elderly. Uh, uh, Colin? <laughs> Colin's a, how do you do, fellow kids? We're, <laughs> we're fairly young, Colin. Um, so tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by... Sean. Sean! <laughs> What did we watch tonight? Uh, happy uh, early Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, we watched Valentine, Valentine tonight. From the year... Night... No, wait. No. 2001. <laughs> directed can, by Jamie Blanks. Be confused. Yes. <laughs> Who we would know from... Uh, he directed Urban Legend, which is from 1998, which is what I was thinking of. Mm. You trying to put him on the wall or something? Uh, I, it's going to be very hard to find the third one to get him on there. Is that, is that I it? Might, I might do it just to get him up there. But did he do Cherry Falls? Did we talk no, about this No, he before? did not do Cherry Falls. No, he did Sorry, Wrong Number or whatever, the short. Uh, I think so. He only did, I think, two other movies directed after this. Because uh, he did uh, Urban Legend, then this movie, and then two other ones, which I'd never heard of. Slashers? Uh, uh, I mean, is he still making horror movies? No. Still... Oh, no, yeah? No. He bailed, huh? I think he did. I'm, I'm going to look at his last movie, because it wasn't... He's probably doing TV if he's lucky. All right, so he did Urban Legend 1998, he did Valentine 2001, Storm Warning in 2007, and mm. Long Weekend in 2008, and that's it. Directed by us, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, no, this was pretty much, this was his foray into well, filmmaking, genre filmmaking, horror <laughs> filmmaking. Morning sounds familiar, but. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's one of them, hey, everything floods and we got to. Well, sure. It's not hard rain, but it's something right. like that, right? So his two mm-hmm. most notable ones are going to be yeah, Urban, Urban Legend, Legend and Valentine. And Valentine, because we're talking about a uh, the elusive beast 
the 2000, late 90s, early 2000 era this is, slasher it, film It feels like this comeback. has become my mission. I'm like, I'm here to find out if the late 90s, early 2000s horror movies, are they worth, are they going to be a thing like horror movies made in the late 70s, early 80s? Like, that's that seems like a time we go back and revisit a lot for stuff like this. Is the late 90s, early 2000s ever going to get to that point? Are they going to be something that's interesting enough where we have to go back and, you know, Well, I mean, this one this stuff. is uh, Valentine's about to be re-released by uh, Shout Factory mm-hmm. on Blu-ray. Yep. Uh, Urban Legend. I think Urban it's Legend's currently out final now. Co- oh, is it? Okay. I think currently out now. Urban Legend. That is also... Also, Jamie Blanks has also been, for a special edition from Shout Factory, yeah. is also out now. All right, so the the 90s, 2000 era, let's, uh, let's, let's narrow this down. So we're starting with Scream, right? 1996. 1996, yes. And then we're going to say it's mm-hmm. like... Uh, Sorry and the Resurgence. I know what you did last summer, because mm-hmm. Kevin Williamson is the name that you hear in sure. connection with the yeah. resurgence of the slasher film. Right. And then uh, probably Urban Legend, like you said. And then Valentine. <laughs> so we're going. Am I missing something? I mean, it's like I feel like we're missing something. Yeah. Well, we're missing. I still know yeah. what you did last summer. Well, I mean, and there was also there was also the uh, like kind of the th- more thriller, not necessarily horror. It was like, you know, disturbing behavior and, and the faculty, like, the faculty teaching right. Mrs. Tingle. Like there was a lot of like teen drama, thriller suspense. They weren't necessarily they were borderline like trying to go horror. But horror I mean, these were morphed. these were already these were already very, very. Right. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know, clean horror. <laughs> like, oh, so uh-huh. it's more. Yeah. So more they were so, actually very similar. If we're being more honest, soap opera horror, kind at of. At that point, they don't feel like that's, it mean, doesn't feel like soap opera to me. No. You're saying this specifically? Well, maybe the, the, like the movies? era. Well, like it, it, it morphed. It changed. It, it felt like it was. It's definitely unique to that time frame. But yeah. I'm trying to peg it down to what makes it different because it feels like different. Feels thing. like a whole era of a. Of it's like horror diet movies horror. that don't really go for an exploitive element. It's right. diet horror. Like it's, it's, it, it really yeah. is. It yeah. does. It's like feels like diet horror because yeah. they're not really like leaning into anything exploitive. Right. That is going to draw an audience to these movies mm-hmm. specifically and make the, it memorable in some way. Right. The, Something that's going to stick out for these movies. The slasher movies of like the late seventies and early eighties were really like gritty and scrappy, right? And these movies are really like polished and high production value and like well, they're like they're MTV. Yeah, they, horror. These ones are they, done know? by studios. I mean, MTV that's the, horror, the big exactly, difference. Yeah. I think like all the uh, the late seventies ones, the, yeah, it's the, outside uh, of the studio. Yeah. Them trying to be like, no, we'll make our own shit. Yeah. we'll have a, a studio like, buys them it. and distributes them, but doesn't actually finance directly. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the studio decides, like, no, we're going to get on this, and we're yeah. going to we're going to make them. Yeah, because I think even like Paramount up. did distribute Friday the Thirteenth, and eventually. You know, the later sequels, I think Paramount was putting up the money for it, but even still, it was like, yeah, you know, they like, I think we were talking at one point before, those were like non union productions that were shot on the other side of the country, yeah. right? Those were the mm-hmm. East Coast horror movies where it was so far away from LA that it was like, eh, they're doing their own thing over there. Yeah. yeah. These are like, I mean, they feel like Los Angeles slasher oh, movies. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing has felt absolutely. more like LA. Studio productions than kind of this era of filmmaking. yeah yeah I mean it's very it's very specific like they you know when obviously Scream is is kind of the uh, uh, 
the exception. Scream's right. kind of the exception um, with with the rest of these because you know Scream is solid. But like that, they were like, we want to get that party of five crew to watch this, and this right. I feel like it's like we want to get the Buffy and Angel crew to watch this. You sure. know what I mean? Like they're targeting the kids, so they're making it feel like yeah, this could actually probably be on the CW kind of thing or WB back then. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, this the trend did continue into the yeah. 2000s, but I think sure. uh, this era, late 90s, early 2000s, is unique because they're you know original productions. Whereas once you got into post uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake that in came out 2003? in 2003, oh three, oh three, then you got remakes of remakes. Prom Night, remakes mm-hmm. of uh, right. Sorority House and Sorority Row, you know those kind of things. So yeah. they were still kept them going, yeah, right. but they weren't you know now that then they were just remakes. So the, right. the, there's now there's like these find, five yeah. or six movies which are like original 1990s. Slasher movies and I'm sure slasher research. I'm sure there's more than like five or six. Like I'm sure there's uh, we could if we dig deeper, which we will. If we dig deeper into this era, <laughs> well, we've covered a lot of them on we this show already. I mean, because you have we're like how much like, I think we've, farther we're, is there to dig? I know uh, the sequels, we'll, we'll Michaela. I, well, there's well, always there's, the threat. Also that of the sequels. And don't, don't dare me. Because uh, I'll do it. I know you'll do it. Oh, but Valentine. We haven't watched Scream Three yet, have we? That's right. Well, no, I'm saying, but like the, or I, I still, still know. know. Yeah, I still know. We I'll always know. I'll always know. <laughs> I will make a promise to you, listener, Brailler. Oh, guys, hold reader, him to this. Hold him to this. Yeah, he'll I forget. Will never bring. I'll always know what you. He did will forget this did. next. No, week. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring. I'll still know what you did. Listen, I will never bring. I'll always know. To this show. Well, mm. that is uh, too far. All right, you yeah. guys, you guys got yeah. it in print. I'll take you so. everyone witness, right now. witness. <laughs> well, these movies all seem to. Uh, I mean, because you know, watching it tonight, I was sitting there going, like, "Wow, this really is like playing with the slasher movie, uh, the structure, mm. like pretty, you know, fast and loose." No, I, I thought it was uh, adhering to right it pretty, on it, yeah, yeah rigidly. Uh, which is, you start off your movie. I like to call it the inciting incident. Right. We have. I. Th- I are we? We're coining this term, right? Inciting I, incident? Yeah, because it's just... Um, maybe I can't say What that, is it? But Explain what we're talking it's, it's, about. It's the event that happens in the past that's the, it's kind of the ripple effect to all the events that happen in the timeline we're following for the movie we're watching. Yeah. So there's, you know, some kid gets bullied and... That's the inciting incident, and so the movie we're watching is his revenge on yeah. the people that bullied him. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Listen to our Slaughter High oh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> go watch what Prom Night or, or Terror yeah, Train. A bunch uh, of just, uh, <laughs> yeah. like uh, what the happened burning. before is the reason things are happening now. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much. That's all of them. That's, that's, that's a like, lot. You got to have that in your slasher like, it's movie. It's not really similar between this and Slaughter High. It's though, really it's, it's similar. He gets like embarrassed by dudes and a girl that he thinks is interested in him, yeah. and yeah. they yeah. even strip him. Yeah. They strip him. Seen, and same. Terror Train. Yeah. You got to see Terror. Train. There's far less dick in this movie, but yeah. you know, it's they were actual children. Yes. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank the Lord. Yeah. Slaughter High. You got to go back because I think we nailed it down. That is like the British uh, slasher movie yes. of the of the classic era, yeah. which was like, huh? Because they're pretending to be American, right? It's hilarious. It's all, everyone's <laughs> pretending to be American. Yeah. So we call it the inciting incident, and that's you know, but that is not that's not you that's not something unique we've picked up on. That right. is a thing that is that is a trope. Yeah. Of the if exactly. you're doing yes. one of the, if you're going to write one of these movies. You got to have your inciting right. incident. You don't necessarily always have to have it at the very beginning of the movie, right? Exactly. But a lot of them do. 
Yes. Then, Most of them do. Then you go to 20 years later. In this right. case, 13 years later. And right. then your plot plays. Is it that guy we made fun of? It was like, well, you had a whole thing for it. I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah. We know as the audience, like, yeah, that's the guy who's killing you but guys. But not now. always. Because sometimes a clever screenwriter, or in this case, four of them, based on a novel, <laughs> will figure five, out yes. ways to try and subvert your expectations. Mm-hmm. As basically you do the, uh, it's a version, of, they're always like a version of Ten Little Indians, right? Is that where it goes back to? Agatha Christie's yeah. Ten Little Indians. You get people in an isolated place, and you pick them pick off them one up, by one, one, and one of them is... Donald Pleasance. The killer. Oh, wait, no, the killer, yes. Yeah. And then uh, we always have to have the scene where uh, the final girl, usually, generally, always, the best ones have a final girl who stumbles upon the kill room where she finds the bodies of all of her friends before having the showdown with the usually knife-wielding maniac Mm -hmm. in which she vanquishes, uh, somehow overcomes, you know. Uh, something about herself, right? Finds a scrappy uh, 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 strength to defeat the beast that stalks them. Yeah. I don't feel like that was necessarily the case in this movie. Yeah. But yeah. Well, she's, I don't think she's overcoming anything to defeat the bad guy in right. this one. But is that the problem with this movie? Where Because <laughs> it is like subverting these, uh, you know, it's trying to do something new. Yeah. But I find like a lot of the times. I'm unsatisfied with these movies because mm. when they try to do something new, it doesn't work. Right. Like in this one, it was about 20 minutes into the movie before I realized that Marley Shelton was the main character. <laughs> right. You got to figure it out at that yeah. point. Yeah. Is that because we're because most of the cast is female that we have to figure out who's the main character when we're when I think most setups for these movies are we get a bunch of characters and there are far less female leads in I don't, the movie? I don't think being female has anything to do with it. I think it's the screen time. It's the story. They're all kind of equal. They're all kind of equal yeah. Yeah, to that point? Okay. But I yeah. wonder if that was intentional in this, if they were trying to uh, so that, you know, say so that, that basically... you don't know who's going to get killed and it makes yeah, it more surprising? That's. It, I think that's what they were going that for. That might have been what they were going for. Did sure. it work? No. Well, why didn't it work? Yeah. Curious. Because, uh, well, I, I think we we need someone to focus on. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, agree. yeah, <laughs> sure. Like, um, how far into this movie do you think we get that? Like, you, what, what did you say? How long did it take you to figure out Marley? The Shelton? only reason that I okay, so the movie. It, I'm it, wondering it, if we have to do it off the bat, or if we can wait a little while well, to get into well, it. Well, you can do it in the beginning. In this, like, in the uh, the the flashback sequence, the thing that sets everything off. Mm-hmm. I think you can do it by honing in on one character that you see more than others. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's it this feels like kid. it should be Dorothy then, based on the flashback, right? I suppose, but it, there's this kid at a high school. He's not even, it's like a, a middle it's grade school, school, yeah. Grade it's school sixth dance. Sixth grade, yeah. And he's asking all of these girls, you know, that he likes. We know this because we keep getting flashes to a yearbook where he has all their faces circled and says, like, I love this person, I love this person. But you see him going up to all these girls. I think there's like five people in the cast, five women. Yep. Count them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a page yep. and. Well, Dorothy. We, we, and, we, we, I think we have to go by actress because I don't remember the names. Yeah. One, two, three, four. There should be one more. Yeah, there's some missing. Is I Kath, think there's five. Is Catherine Heigl on there? Catherine Heigl's right there. Oh, well. Okay. That's right. She's in this movie. Who's, who's in this movie? Uh, so we've got, uh, well, we've got David Boreanaz. Who's he? Uh, you'd know him from two other movies. <laughs> he didn't do a lot of movies, surprisingly. Um, but, you know, if you're successful in TV, you just kind of stick with that. But obviously from Bones. 
obviously from Bones. Uh, and uh, that show was Angel. on for like ten years. That's true. Yeah. That's on for a long. Like people now would know him from Bones. Uh, and it's he's Angel, on. right? He's Angel, obviously from Buffy and yeah. Angel, which was he was probably at the height of popularity, I assume. Right? Well, he came in in season two of Buffy. No, season one. He was right from the get go. Mm-hmm. But I think. Somewhere around Buffy season five or six, he split off and had his own TV show because that yeah. character was so uh, uh, beloved. Beloved, right? Yeah. That I think. So you said this took place between the second, third season, second, third season, yes, of, of Angel. Uh, Angel, yes. Okay. David Boreanaz. David Boreanaz. in this movie. Uh, Denise Richards. He was also in his other movie that we might know him from. What? Oh, it was good. The Crow 3. Thank you very much. Oh, jeez. Had <laughs> you asked me that question like two weeks ago, I wouldn't know. Because Get I didn't know here. anything else he was yep. in. Get out of but here. But I recently watched a trailer for that movie. Uh-huh. Holy shit. He's the bad guy. Holy shit. Who I think like some, some like, Edward Furlong. The, and, yeah. Yeah, Edward Furlong <laughs> is the fucking Crow. Yeah. I, Kristen I feel Dunst must, is in that movie, yes, too. I yeah, yeah. I have to watch this movie. <laughs> it looks horrible. As, have you, anybody seen this? No, nope, I have not it seen looks it. horrible. I I saw it. Oh, Is it Colin, a freak yeah. show movie, Colin? Oh, it might be. <laughs> I just well, remember being so really not, bad. I bring it. Yeah. Well, it looks horrible. Yeah. But it's got so many recognizable people in it, it may be worth it. You know what I love is from back I'm looking at the the um the DVD box from back here. And f- from where I'm sitting, it could very well be um an, a season of Angel. It looks like it, like, does. Yeah. it does. Yeah. I, that looks from back here. That looks like Charisma Carpenter. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. you are correct. <laughs> it uh, looks like Angel. Wow. But yeah. who is that? It's not Charisma Carpenter. It's, it's Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. Denise Richards. She's also in this movie. Mm-hmm. When was Wild Things? After that was, this. was 90, no. I know before this. Before this. Before this. Was, like, was it ninety seven or ninety eight? That was ninety seven because Starship Troopers yeah. uh, was the the movie that I remember uh, noticing who she was. And then it seemed like Wild Things came right shortly after right, that. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. We've also got Marley Shelton. From Grindhouse? Sugar and Spice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, from Grindhouse. Wasn't from, she Bubble Boy? Wasn't she in Bubble Boy? I think she was in Bubble Boy as I well. I think she was. Uh, from The Perfect Getaway, one of my personal Oh, favorites. The Perfect Getaway. Perfect Getaway. Can't yeah. forget that. Yeah. That's great. She was in that? She was in that. Who the fuck was she in that? She was like the um, the island girl, like uh, who was. I think they accused her of murder at some point. Um, she was like she. She's the one I think. Think kept saying he's really hard to kill. Talking about Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I think that. But was not her. his girlfriend, because that was a Kaylee something. Okay. You got to see this movie, yeah, anyway, folks. I recommend the yeah, perfect, getaway. perfect, perfect getaway. Perfect getaway. With, with Steve Zahn. And uh, Mila Jovovich. And uh, Timothy Oliphant. Her and Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I've and no, it's not Marley Shelton. It's, it, that's not that. Marley Shelton. Marley Shelton's in that movie. Okay. I know she was. I was at the premiere. Okay. Uh, <laughs> who else is in because this movie? she's in the movie. Uh, who else is in this movie? Uh, Catherine Heigl. Who do we would know from? Ugh. Oh Jesus! Uh, <laughs> Twenty-seven dresses. Twenty-seven dresses. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, Grey's but you're Anatomy. saying at yeah. this point, the, the ugly caster... truth. Roswell. Wish upon oh, a star. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Yes. Yes. Uh, she was her major thing was Roswell at okay. this point. All right. Uh, there's also other people who I forget their names. Be, being a major ungrateful bitch in general, a lot of people know her from that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's other actresses. You would a know. horrible reputation that precedes her. Yeah. Knocked up or uh, no? Was, was she was knocked, knocked up. up yeah. yeah. She knocked up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably one of her most tolerable movies. <laughs> probably. probably. Oh, I don't know, yes. man. That movie. Ugh. 
I'm not oh, saying yikes. it's good. I'm saying it's one of the most tolerable. <laughs> For me, it's not uh, a watchable movie. You said it was Jessica. Who the hell was it? And then there was the Jessica other... Capshaw, also from Grey's Anatomy, and the blonde girl that we said was. You said Legally Blonde. She was in Legally Blonde. Okay, uh, and also Urban Legends Final uh, Cut. Final Cut. Yep. Is that a better movie than Urban Legend? Probably. We'll have to. It's check a low it bar. Out. I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time, but I maybe. Yeah. See, now you said the night's going to bring it. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> uh, hey. Well, so all of these girls, uh, 13 years later, after they all get, they all turn this uh, awkward kid down at the high school dance, right? Uh, except or for one. Elementary very, school, sixth grade way. dance. Well, except for two, like, technically. They're like, you but fucking freak. They're like, him. really, really mean him. about yeah, it. Yeah. I know, like, that scene was like, okay, so clearly in these movies, subtlety is not a thing. We're nope. just going for, yeah. like, no, I mean, it's not is lost just. on the 90s, 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they, like, you know, he does eventually make out with the this one girl, then the bullies Dorothy. catch him, and then they like then undress him, him and drag him out into the. I mean, it's like what in the whole? Because hell? she said that he forced himself right. on her. That's true. She right. is complicit in that. Dorothy is not a child. Yeah, she's a good person, but she's a child. She, yeah, she gives into her insecurities too yes. easily. Yeah, she's very insecure, mm-hmm. um, and obviously that has stayed with her mm-hmm. as she has grown into an adult. Clearly, but it's still something she struggles with. Yeah, as we see in this movie. But they have all basically eventually uh, grown into these extremely attractive model-like. Extremely, uh, <laughs> they're all CW, models. Yes. Uh, and they're all still best friends. Yep, all still. That's best the friends. weirdest part to me. I'm like, wow, you people did not change at all because you're still best friends with the people you're friends with. In Sixth grade. Well, ironically, I, don't know. I though, grew up with a group. <laughs> the, yeah, but grew, those people didn't grow. They stayed well, the same. That's well, my think, point. And like, they all the thing. they all yeah. went to the same uh, college. Yeah, like, that's wherever what I'm the college is. I'm assuming it's not in the town they, they grew up. They're so codependent. They, they yeah, all stayed to together. What, aren't they at the same college? I don't think or so. No, are they, they all? Say, like somebody like, went to med school. Like, like, are they all in college? No, I don't think so. I don't think they are. Post, post I, college? Think I think they're a little older than that. Cause, think, yeah, because like, one is one, in med school because that takes longer. Yeah, but I think they're and all. And she's the one that they're like. We haven't seen her in over a year. Right. I think they're know? all near the tail end of that. Yeah. I don't think they're in college anymore. Okay. They're all getting all out of. They don't talk about jobs or school. No, they don't. Nobody's got a. They're all. They're It's like Sex in the City, but a horror movie. They're all single and they're all you know. Did you? watch sex in the city in the city because they showed them at their jobs so well i did and so I, get out of here okay. well this <laughs> is like <laughs> i mean I, i'll take i'm good but like this whole movie i've watched that show a lot they, these people don't have jobs though because the exactly. whole movie don't the whole they have no they work at singles events uh, the whole they do. movie takes place in the daytime and every time they're having like a heart to heart they're drinking orange juice in the morning i know they never actually yeah we don't get no, the, the scene where they're like waitresses or something like vodka. that at the bar or whatever we she was drinking none of straight out of the carton for that one whole scene she was and then the scene after that denise like they like oh we had a really stressful situation let me pour you a glass of orange juice like there was Sponsored a big, by Minute Maid. LA diet going on at this point. Like, Minute Maid, Minute Maid, fucking paid for that goddamn product placement. <laughs> so I'm telling you. Another thing I noticed too, when they when she was chugging that that thing of orange juice after she's fucking stressed out, there was like a chalice of Pepsi on the coffee table. I saw that. What? Yeah, what was that all I about? Don't there was know. a can of Pepsi and there was like a chal a jeweled chalice. Yeah. And it was Full of Pepsi. Don't well. you drink all of your soda out of a goblet? <laughs> I was like, wow, the prop 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 master asleep at the wheel here. Did in this they movie. choose poorly? Yes. <laughs> well, this whole yeah. thing. I mean, all these characters are uh, wealthy. Some of them more wealthy than others, but they're all supposed to be these upscale, you know, suburbanites, right? They live in yes. San Francisco. Upscale white women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who uh, then 
get picked off one by one by another trope, the mask wielding or the mask My wearing killer. Yeah, in this. Uh, so how's mm. the mask in this? Who's this guy dressed up as? Ugh. Better, I think, better than most. What? It's a Cupid okay mask, mask, but it's I'm like okay with the Cupid mask. Your okay. mask covers like the whole head, though. It not does. Just the face. Not just the face. And whole it's just head. A black hoodie and jacket and pants. It's, it's a long coat. It's a I long think. coat. Yeah. yeah. It's like a black long it's a duster, coat. It's because it's like a bulky coat. Right. And black gloves and a knife. Yeah. I'm okay with this costume. Because I don't think there was a... Because otherwise you'd be getting close to, like, Happy Death Day or something. With yeah. The right. Yeah, that's... I was worried about that at the beginning. I was like, oh, Right, but then one's like, one's like a baby. And one's like Cupid. But they're close. I Cupid's mean, kind of a baby. Sure, yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. A cherub. Yeah. It does take yes. place around the Valentine's Day holiday. Mm-hmm. Because everybody attends a Valentine's Day party, as you do. A gigantic right. house party uh, in a mansion. Uh, at your rich Valentine's friend's Day house. Rave. Yeah. <laughs> Strobe lights, disturbed playing. Rave. Where they play disturbed mm-hmm. in Marilyn Manson. and yes. uh, Rob Zombie. And some this Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Peak early 2000s. Oh my God. <laughs> I felt this in my bones. The stank yeah. was all over the place. I just like, I mean, I seriously, did. I think I mentioned this during, but that you could go to the art gallery that some of the characters go to at some point. Uh, and all you have to do is play Marilyn Manson on a low volume. And right. that is uh, what you, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People weren't fucking dancing to Marilyn Manson in 2001. That did not happen. What were you doing in 2001, Holly? How old was I? <laughs> I wasn't allowed to listen to Marilyn. Yeah, Manson. what were we all doing in 2001? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, oh, that's oh, I just got my driver's license. Yeah, I was having fun. <laughs> it was in, before September of that year, probably when the whole whole just world like, came license. to an end. So were you? Um, were you still in school? Were you still in your your high school? I was in high school. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Did they listen to a lot of Marilyn Manson and? What have you? I was still listening to Marilyn Manson in 2001. It's a big deal, then. I was a true yeah. believer. I'm, I'm asking. I latched on in like 1995 and life, wouldn't let go. Your life is a little more different. Oh, well, because I went to private school. Right. Um, what, well, but I mean. Christian school, yes. I went to a Christian school, yes. yeah. But I mean, I think no one really listened to Marilyn Manson, though. I think in 2001 at parties, we were probably listening to like fucking Nelly, not Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Marilyn Manson was a big fucking deal. Yeah, he was, it was. a really big deal. Yeah. Not at parties. And maybe not in 2001. I can't Your remember parties. when, because Marilyn Manson's peak was probably, uh, it was anti, well, probably was Antichrist Superstar. Mm-hmm, and yeah. then what the, um, what came after that? The fucking one where he looked like an alien on the front. Yeah. Wearing that's the, the, the one the I know. Boobs. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's the one, that's that's the one that was, yeah, that was the, the yeah. one that was, my mom was like, that's, no, nah, you can't <laughs> listen to that guy. That's the one I know. That was the uh, one that the got Mechanical animals. Was that? Yeah. There we go. Yep. I know that one. Um, it had the cover on it. Yeah, that everyone was uh, sweet dreams, right? He covered no, that. that was uh, like a, a is that dope like, show. Yeah, there was no, 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 no. Dope show was off a of mechanical animal. Yeah. Smells like children was the one with sweet dreams. Gotcha. And I think that came out that song just was before everywhere, everywhere, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there still you go. liked it though. <laughs> they can just step back I mean, in I like time with I the it. Saturday Night Freak, Freak Show podcast. Um, I like beautiful people. So, well, beautiful everyone loves people. I love yeah, that yeah, song. Everybody, I mean, it's a classic. The dope show's good. So, the movie sets up. Okay, so this is possibly the misstep of the, uh, you know, we were talking about trying to figure out who the main character Ooh. is. Uh-huh. <coughs> Pardon me. The misstep. Did we talk about the tagline? First of all, we, we had mentioned it. Oh, yeah. What, what, is, what is the tagline? All right, tagline for Valentine is, uh, remember that kid everyone ignored on Valentine's Day? He remembers you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that relevant to the movie. 
But he so does. That is the is, setup of the, that's, yeah. that's the cold <laughs> open of the movie. Right. Yeah. Well, all right, but that kind of it doesn't kind of add anything to the, the payoff rest of the movie. Like he does remember you, and he's going to kill you for the way he treated mm. you. Yeah. There's probably going to be spoilers here, by the way, listener. Well, we are a spoiler definitely. podcast, so we are going to talk about. It's the relevant to the film. first act of the movie, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's relevant because there's actual scenes where they're like, "Do you remember that kid?" And they're like, "Who?" Like, they're it, like, "Oh, that weird." Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I feel like they could have done so much more. With, I don't know. Like what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you mean? As far as it could have had a better tagline. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 you couldn't I'm do a the... Valentine's Day pun. In That's what I'm anywhere? thinking. I'm like, sure. why didn't yeah. you do a Valentine's Day pun? Something about he's the out. Well, there is roses are red. Fill in the fucking red. <laughs> yeah. You know something. Like... Sure, and I'm, like maybe on a different poster there was to like go for, specifically for that Valentine's Day thing, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'll bet there was. If we did, yeah, uh, if, if we did any more, uh, uh, my bloody Valentine's tagline. I can't even remember. It was probably something like that, but whatever. We covered that. He kills you. Also. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I just happened to notice on the special features for this DVD. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, the, there's a club reel of the song Opticon by Orgy. Nice. So I'm pretty sure it's just the song <laughs> with just club fucking shit going on. We're watching which that sounds like after the worst this podcast. special feature ever. Or the best. I do not want to watch that. Listener. Uh, Orgy gave us uh, <laughs> the remake of Blue, Blue Monday. Monday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The beginning sets up this scene with uh, Catherine Heigl's character, oh, yeah. right? So Shelley. I think that the uh, the audience thinks that Catherine Heigl then is the main character. It's the, the Drew Barrymore. It's the Drew Barrymore. Exactly. It's the Drew Barrymore. Yeah, because yeah. they're going How off of there, which is going off of Psycho, which is going okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so she gets killed like five minutes into it. So we spend this whole time with this fucking ninja uh, serial killer who. Wait, let's not skip over this first. Scene. I know that's what How, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Because it's it's amazing. <laughs> it really it is, is amazing. amazing. Like it's now, the, what the the thought process that went into setting up this scare. You're thinking death. of it from the serial killer's right. perspective, and I think you have to in right. order to be like boggled <laughs> by what is happening. Yeah. Okay. Because, so let's set this up. Well, Catherine Heigl is uh, well. She went on a blind date with uh, Jason, as he will tell you. In the third, in third person, person uh, constantly. who he is and yeah. what his thoughts are. Jason on the likes date. your dress, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, she has a not so good time on her blind date with Jason. Uh, she leaves and goes back to. She's a, a med student at this point, so she goes back to the uh, what coroner's office. Mm-hmm. Seems to be. Oh, it's like it's a medical exam, whatever. In the, it's, in yeah, the it's, school, it's the school. And so she's got a cadaver that she uh, is with uh, Jim Parsons. Yeah, there it with is. Her. It is absolutely Jim it Parsons. Is, yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely Jim Parsons. Yeah, which we could not confirm. He's not which, credited. Prior which to I don't this, think, uh, and uh, I think it's better left that we don't. But we're just gonna. Uh, it is Jim Parsons. Confirm that it's Jim mm-hmm. Parsons. Uh, and you should do no research on this. Um, <laughs> just take our word for it. But even Jim if Parsons, you do research, I'm yeah, not gonna fucking believe you. You can have you can have Jim Parsons call me and be like, no, you're a fucking liar. That's you. Yeah, that's spot no, on. Jim it's Jim Parsons. He's not going to do that. He's a fucking bajillionaire. From oh, I know he's not going to do it. So she goes back because she's going to, she got a cadaver she's going to cut open and that's where she's going to spend that's the rest of her night. That's what you do. You cut up right. cadavers. And so she's going for it. She, you know, she's going to cut the stomach open and do her research and what have you. And then she uh, obviously hears a noise off in the distance. Yeah, the strange So she's got to go explore uh, five rooms over yeah. and see oh, what yeah. this yeah. noise yeah. is. No, and this sounds tense. And obviously a friend of hers is there. <laughs> and uh, scares her. Jump scare. Uh, right. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, okay. Uh, and okay. he's got that hair yeah. and everything. All right. Yeah. So she's, so, she's armed. So, uh, obviously. Yeah. Then she's like, oh, yeah. Ooh, that was not False alarm. Right false now. alarm. False yeah. alarm. Gonna so, go back. You know, it's all fine. Colin, yeah. it's fine. Okay. Nothing's going to happen to her. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm relieved. All right. Good. Thank you. So we're going back. 
to her cadaver. Okay. So she can get back to work. Nothing's going to happen to her, Colin. Right. Calm I down. know. It was all fake. Calm fake down. out. Fake right? scare. So she goes back in there and yeah. she's about ready to cut open that cadaver. And what does it do, Colin? It breathes. It breathes. It she breathes. has covered the cadaver except for because uh, she doesn't want to look at the dead guy's face. Sure. Except want to look at Jim stomach, Parsons, the belly uh, let alone dead. Yeah. So uh, she's going to cut him open in the stomach and he breathes. He breathes. And so she's fucking freaked out. And she turns around for one reason. There's a noise behind her, and it's the actual corpse that she was going to cut open. Is in the locker is in the behind locker. her. It falls out and like kablam all over the floor. And so she shrieks, and then she turns, and the table that is about I don't know two feet away from her right. is empty. Empty. Whoever was there is gone. Oh God! I was which, my which pulse is, was uh, racing, racing. Ostensibly, this is the killer who was on the table, getting ready to cut open. Holly, I can see you're tired of this bit, but we're gonna keep going with it. Because at this point, this was where I mean, because we're very early in the movie at this yes, point, very early. Where you sit, this is automatically you're like. Wait, so what was this guy's plan then? What so, was the plan? We're what trying I'm to get into the psychology of the killer yeah. who's going to lay on a table. This is how I'm going to freak her possibly out. Possibly get cut open. Yeah. Yeah, because like you have to be, I'm just going to wait until I feel the tip of the knife. And then I'm going to breathe. Just and she's going to freak out. Just the tip. And then while she's <laughs> dealing with the corpse that I've planted in the locker, I am going to leave this gigantic fucking operating Ostensibly theater. naked? <laughs> naked! Right. Has well, to be naked. we don't know that. I mean, because she's Most covered. likely naked. So it could just be a belly exposed. I'm guessing naked. Yeah. <laughs> Half naked. If he's not naked, he's wearing a fucking crop top and underwear. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. You're like, I. what is that? Uh, yeah. Right. Mind broken yeah, right the there. The thought behind this is not great. Yeah. I don't think there's any. No. no. Any thought behind it. It was just no. what would be creepy right sure. now. You know, it's like I was saying during the movie, but it really does feel like, I mean, I can almost see that scene written. Like, in all caps, with the exclamation mark, she turns around, and the table is empty. You know, she backs against the, you know, it's like you can right. see it, and it's like, when you're reading it, and you're seeing it in your like, head cool. that way, maybe it works. But when you try to stage this stuff in a film, it's I like, have, that defies logic. I have a, I have a question, though. Now um, now that we have seen the end, and we know who the killers are, um, who was that on the table? Not him <laughs> not him not him not him yeah. he's a Someone buff dude unrated. that was not him yeah. now even early david Reyes, it doesn't feel like he got to that skinny point mm-hmm it's not him. That was a, like that him. was a skinny, scrawny little dude. David yeah. Boreanaz is a big uh, buff that was dude. Parsons, and uh, if you set them side by side, they are not the same person. Mm-hmm. She also They're at this point she stabs the killer. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> she takes an opportunity to stab the killer with a scalpel, right? Which you think in another movie like this oh, yeah, might when come he grabs up her to the, to yeah, the screen goes, to the curtain stabs him, which does not come up later. Wouldn't in another You're film? You're welcome. <laughs> wouldn't in another film? Wouldn't that pay off? Like you know, somebody's got a limp, or like at some point they get pushed in the side. It's like ooh ah, right? You know? Like he and, would like have a limp or something. I don't know because I guess it would be too much of a dead giveaway as to who. Well, the how much time has passed? That's my like you know how much time has passed minutes. from like no for, from like. Catherine Heigl's whole situation to like uh, the end of the movie. How much time mm-hmm. has passed? Like 
Well, at least like, in the like, funeral, like four days, like well, a week. Le- but the, everything re- assumes that the resumes at the funeral, which is like mm-hmm. the, almost the next scene, right, where mm-hmm. everybody gets together yeah. again, and they're like, "Well, we haven't seen her in like a year." The cops are like, you know, but I think that's only like what three days or something, three mm-hmm. four days at most. Yeah. At least a at, at the most a week. Right? Everything's in the daytime, yeah. so I have no idea of knowing I mean, when it's fucking I mean, time passes. It's, it's at night. If you're taking into consideration how long it usually takes between someone going to the morgue. And then an actual funeral. I'm guessing there's going to be at least like five days in there. Mm-hmm. Realistically. We'll say, yeah, we'll say four or five days. Yeah. So it's not well within that week. Yeah. yeah. So that's Catherine what, that's Heigl, we're operating. she is not our main character. So who is our main character? We're introduced to a series of girls that are all into speed dating and yeah. hanging out at the creepiest turbo fucking dating, uh, turbo, 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 turbo dating. Turbo dating. Yeah, it's faster. It's aggressive. <laughs> it's aggressive. <laughs> it made me, that made me wonder for a second, like, is speed dating trademarked or something? And like, they oh, it's gotta call be. it speed dating. It's gotta it was be. a yeah. show, right? Or whatever. Was, 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 there, was, was there a speed dating TV show Probably. or something? Pro- I'm sure there was at some point. Probably. Probably. Every kind of called, dating like, has singles, been a TV show. Wasn't singled Chris out? Hardwick. Oh, was singled, okay. out. Was singled out. I love singled out. Blind date. Blind date was the other Blind one. Blind date was the Best of them. <laughs> Better than Singled Out? Yeah, what? I, like right. I don't think I ever watched Singled Out. I you watched, did a, blind I watched a lot of Blind Date. Yeah. See, I didn't watch Blind, blind date, date, but I watched the hell All out of blind some Singled Out. Was the best. <laughs> I was yeah, more I of a Next date. person. <laughs> if anyone remembers oh, Next. I do. On the bus? Yes. On the bus? Yes. yes. <laughs> Love that show. It was awful. It was Blind Date. It was great. It was awful, but it was great television. The skeeziest shit. Well, especially because at the end of the day, you could just take the money and say fuck you to the person you didn't have to go on a second date with them they could be like i really like you i want to go on a second date with you and you could be like because you got a dollar for every minute you listed on the date so you'd be like i'll take the 80 bucks instead oh and those random facts they had pop up of the people next to them and be like be like uh he hates uh tall house plants like it'd be things (laughs) like that (laughs) (laughs) that is a great factoid (laughs) it was stuff like that it was completely nonsensical things that made those people sound like serial killers it was awesome well we did learn that Michaela hates Tall House Pumps while watching this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was just flummoxed by it. I was, did not cool. understand it. She was, she was angered by the ficus. Angered. Well, there's, a, there's a hot tub in that room, and then there's like a whole jungle that you can't even see the end of. Like, it... The better I don't. Way. Why? Why? The humidity. Like, it's the humidity. The humidity. It's good for plants. Yeah, but why do you need like seven foot tall plants in your house? Because you're blocking the view. Because you, you're naked in the hot tub. Do you get a point? Well, do you get to a point where you're so rich? Do you get to a point where you're so rich? You're just like, do whatever. I don't care. Like, I, yeah, I have so I much so. money. I don't care what yeah, you do with you, it. You are throwing Valentine's Day parties. With like decked out, you know, balloons, mm-hmm. and you got the hanging the fucking cherubs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. People Those don't stuff. Know Why was there not like a giant chocolate fountain? You're giving people There Rolexes might have been in for, one of the other rooms. Yeah. yeah. Did you, I mean, because we saw later on there was like a whole spread in the backyard with like tables and shit. What, and there was, was all over. Whole, there was a whole room that was just like glassware for the party, too. Yeah. yeah. There's like was, a room of just there like could have been a fountain. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Well, we also neglected to say that our killer also has another tell, and that is that he has nosebleed, a bloody nose, which we see that the kid has in the beginning. Yeah. Right. And so Jeremy Melton. It's like he goes into rage mode and starts bleeding. 
I could be right. So he always bleeds through the nose <laughs> the hole yeah. in the mask. The same yeah. side every time, too. Yeah. It's yeah. great, great trick he's got right there. Nose, nose yeah. so, I'm glad he's got that trick down. But isn't this another thing that you would expect in this movie, then, that like at some point all of your male characters are going to have a nosebleed that has to be explained away or not and be like, ooh, red herring. There maybe. should have been at least one. Yeah, because what the fuck is the point of having the nosebleed? Right. Unless we can throw it's people for, off. It's for the the end. <laughs> That's all it's for. That's it. Yeah, that was I mean, that shit. Is, that was reverse engineered, wasn't it? That's all it was yeah. for. And we, we need an identifier even, for our killer. Yeah, but at even, the end. Uh, we need a twist and we need the identifier. Yep. That's it. Because it's got to be the only thing. Otherwise, you would have like the red herrings would not just be creepy dudes with their hair in this movie. It doesn't. But like. The way the nosebleed happens doesn't make any sense. It happens just when he gets really mad, like or when he kills someone. Stressed out. It, it, any it's, sort it's, of extreme when you're feeling. Someone, I'm guessing your heartbeat gets elevated, so I'm feeling that's the extra pumping of blood is forcing out his nose. All right, <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's how it works. Yep. This is With my, that yeah, vein that you have that's uh, pointed at the end of your nose. House lately, so this is the logic I'm going <laughs> with. I feel like sepsister. whenever we see right, like, don't look at me weird when this movie is what it is. All right, that I feel the logic. I, I feel like whenever we see that in a movie, it's because someone's doing some serious mental brain power. You know, like a Stranger Things, like X Men. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's the sure. only time we ever see that happen. So when this movie for it, just like it happens whenever he gets raged out. Was that he's a hemophiliac? Is that what it is? When you well, have, like, I think yeah. we bleed a lot more yeah. than just through his nose. Just down yeah. one side of your nose. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Which would be bad then if you got stabbed in the early scene. Yep. You'd just bleed all over the place. Right. But and that's never die. addressed at all, ever. Right. He yeah. Get stabbed. The fact that he has nosebleeds doesn't uh, come into anything except like uh, you guys said at the very end of the movie. Yeah. There are startling murder sequences in this movie because that's why you go to see a slasher. The hot tub one was pretty awesome. I was going to say, there was one and it was the hot tub scene. That was awesome? Yeah, I thought it was pretty awesome. It was a, it was a, pretty... it was my first time watching this movie. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, it was a pretty good scene. Holly and Michaela have not seen this movie nope, before. No, we had not. No. That's Colin right. has I've... not seen this movie for ever. <laughs> I've not seen this movie. Colin probably... gets mementoed by this movie <laughs> yeah. every time he sees it. It's like Chinese food. You eat it, and then two hours later... It's like, all right, what movie are we watching now? <laughs> it was like watching yep. a whole new movie. I remembered absolutely nothing about it. And I've seen it. This is my third time. I did not Although see I was Heigl was in this movie. I was sitting there. Well, I remembered like the people who were in it, but like no scenes or even the plot mechanics or anything. And I was sitting there going like, is that because does, do I get so bored watching this movie that I just, my mind wanders or I second screen it? I don't know. I don't know. This time I was like dedicated to watching the fucking thing so I could recount the plot to you tonight. <laughs> you were the only one dedicated to it. because <laughs> That's why we're talking around it. You guys don't remember like, what happened. Hey! That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the 2000 stank on it is more interesting than the actual plot It's the itself. 90s stank, isn't it? It feels I mean, like a it 90s is, it movie. It is the 90s because when he, when we get into 2001, that's still leftover 90s stank. Yeah, yeah like, but like the 2000s there. like never shook off that stank. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. you know, usually, yeah, when decades transition, there's a little bit of like a period where it bleeds over. But then right. like the decade comes into its own like, identity. Two, two, three years. Yeah. like But like then usually the decade like swings into its own identity. The 2000s just kind of like extrapolated on what the 90s started and made it worse. Are you talking about this specific like slasher genre? Oh, I'm talking about like just the aesthetic of the 2000s mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Especially, uh, well, yeah. Well, no, because we swung away from, eventually there was the, uh, the hey, we got to bleach the color out of everything phase, and eventually right. that came back to the, 
hey, we got to overcompensate by like bringing in the uh, you know everything's fucking neon, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Well, I suppose that's the 2010s, but mm-hmm. was the 2000s the the bleached out decade or was it the 90s? It was the post seven into the saws and you know. Yeah, all that stuff. I mean it. It really depends on the Bring genre of movie grittiness. you're watching. You know. Yeah. But yeah. the 2000s, like the fashion, the the technology, the oh, everything was so over the top and awful. It's just. Did we get any less neutered going into the 2000s? Yeah, because we, I think we eventually got there. Well, you get the the getting, like I said, the saws and everything. I think yeah, that was the more, the swing. That's the overcorrection. Like, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the it's the, the overcorrection for porn is when mm-hmm. we get into the like mm-hmm. go for it. But they, I think what what happened was in the eighties when I mean, because you look at some of those early eighties movies when Tom Savini was at his peak, yeah. you know, effects wise, like some of those Woo. things are fucking horrible to look at you yeah. know i mean they are extremely graphic and violent and so the mpaa said basically like you guys are gonna cut all this shit out yeah. and so by the end of the 80s you know they couldn't put stuff in movies because mm-hmm. it'd get cut out so by the time you got to the 90s it was the kinder kinder gentler yes. uh horror film where they just didn't put no no boobs no gore it's horror for the whole family in fact in this movie <laughs> it was the like one of the worst sex scenes i've ever seen in my life there was a sex scene in this movie okay now think about the, this. are you talking about the wax it scene oh well okay no. there's the wax it scene which, there's another one yeah yeah oh yeah well it's 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 a it's a thing because no sex actually happened. Is it the aftermath sex scene? Yeah, these, oh. well, oh. there wasn't an aftermath. It didn't oh. happen because in the nineties, instead of having a sex what? scene, you have a guy have erectile dysfunction and <laughs> can't perform, yeah. and so yeah. she gets pissed off and then goes and has a shower. Oh, <laughs> which is like, yeah. What was the point of all? There that? were a lot of showers. Right. <laughs> what was the point of all that? Right. I was I was confused in the moment, yeah, being really like, is why useless. is this happening? You know and. I was like, hopefully that'll pay off later, and it is never it, did. Are they trying to build up uh, like a kind of a, a motivation for that character, like as a red herring? Uh, he's mentally ill because he has erectile dysfunction. I, I have no I don't know idea. No, I mean, obviously Ill, you're supposed he's, to like, think he's that angry he's, because of it. Yeah, you're supposed to think that he is a possible this red herring. Except in the very next scene is when mm. the killer appears and takes him out. Mm. So it's like. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think they're trying I, to subvert in some ways. To, this is are them we trying, trying to frustrate to, Dorothy? I think they're trying to frustrate the viewer in some ways. Okay. Or not maybe frustrate, but they're trying to come up with a new wrinkle on the standard slasher movie formula. But that's my problem. And it's just adding too many wrinkles, one. so we're like, yeah. what's the point of all it these? It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. It's like the stuff that we like about these movies, you're you're you know removing from mm-hmm. the movie. I'm just going to keep repeating that. Let's keep oh, talking about wrinkles and erectile dysfunction. There you it's, go. It's a good combo. All right. The wax it seems pretty pretty uh, interesting though. Uh, I felt like, I felt things. <laughs> uh, like that, a hot uh, like hot burning wax on yeah, your crotch. Yeah, felt that. Yeah. Nope. Denise Richards meets several guys in <laughs> the movie. She's the quote unquote sexiest of the three, uh, of the three of the five, the six sure. girls uh, <laughs> who picks up guys all over the place and then uh, hates them all in some way. Well, I mean, this guy obviously was this like guy's an asshole. He was so an asshole. Yeah. To I was her. saying they deserve it. It feels like I don't know if all of them. Not like some all, of them sure are. Not yeah, all of them, but she's just, just like, hey, and then you like, know, like, yeah. yeah. But uh, this guy was uh, being a jerk to her, and so yeah, she ties him up to a bed, and then pours hot burning wax, candle wax, 
on junk privates. Sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of funny because they um, her friends slut shame her like the entire movie. Mm. But then after a while, I'm like, does she ever actually sleep with anybody? I don't think no. she does. Like, I don't think I think that's just like, like the only one who doesn't. I think that's just like it. a reputation. I'm wondering if like she doesn't actually sleep with anyone. I don't think anybody sleeps with anyone. Well, I think that's even the David Boreanaz Marley movie. Show, yeah. yeah, no, I mean like it's not just in the, not just like, in the movie. I mean like, are they setting up her character to make us think like, oh, I don't think she's actually sleeping around. I think she's just putting up a facade. I don't know. I mean, I get that. I get that all of her encounters in the movie are like uh, what do you call it, stunted. Yeah, but I don't know if that's just the writer or if that's actually supposed to be her character that she is like you know. Yeah, it's, she's. It seems like she's interested. I mean, because she does kind of lean over into the speed dating thing, like specifically to go for the Brian dude, but. She nothing ever comes. No, of so when she reels him in, then she's like, "Oh, that was fun. All right, well, yeah. it's well, no, but the chase, but I guess, nothing, right? But yeah. something does come of it. He's the guy that's tied to the bed, right? So I, I don't know. I just I feel like there's something uneven about her character. Mm. Like they didn't really know what they were writing. Everything right. feels the, the, like not, started and never finished. Well, yeah. yeah, they're not choosing a direction to go with that. They're mm-hmm. not like yeah. either like we're going to dedicate to the fact that she is or Cuz they're not. basically like she'll sleep with anybody and then she turns down every guy that comes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm so like this seems like, we have nothing un- to back up This feels really uneven. Yeah. yeah. I got to wonder I mean, this is some real deep psychology in a movie sure. that doesn't deserve it, but <laughs> I got to wonder if that is her friends. They're like she, it's clear that she's the most attractive of their friend group and probably gets the most attention from guys. Yeah. So I wonder if they're projecting their jealousy onto her by being like, she's such a slut because they're jealous she's getting all the attention. That's what I'm, you know, that's that's what what I'm wondering, like. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what, what I'm wondering, that? too. Well, she does get hit on... Well, it seemed like when we were watching the movie, and again, it's fading right now. <laughs> but it seemed like there was... Colin's turning to of, dust right now. Yeah. There was an equal amount of <laughs> times he's where more disappearing like back to future too. <laughs> yeah, just kind of fading away. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh, that uh, it seems like there were times like the movie was trying to even it out the amount of times that she was hit on versus the amount of times that she hit on other people. Right. You know. So I think it was kind of saying it's like, well, you know, she does get the attention, but she's also like, you know, what's the term I'm going for? Like the manslayer. That doesn't work. Uh, women who, uh, you know, are aggressive daters. She's not a cougar. She's not old enough to be. Where am I going with this? I don't know. Thank like you. a man eater? Man eater. Mm-hmm. That could be it. Mm-hmm. Thank you sure. Very much. Yeah. That's uh, what Hollow Notes would call her. There you go. Watch out. <laughs> oh, oh, here she comes. The man eater. If you so, want to hear the song, call Hollow Notes. <laughs> That's a thing. She'll chew you up. That's a thing. Do they have a. Uh, you make my dreams come true on that. Yeah, that, it's okay, a one eight hundred number. That's my jam, that you so. can call and hear. Oh, you listen to this, really? and you, yeah, we'll I'll, we'll call it after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> All right. Oh, so awesome. at the end of this film, right when we oh. actually get, yeah, that's right. We're there. Are we, go, are we going there? We're going there. We're on time, Sean. We've been talking about next. Yeah, we've been talking about everything but yeah. the movie. Uh, so yeah, I feel like we've, we've jumped. People die, and then at the <laughs> very <laughs> end of the film, who dies? Everyone, Everyone except for Marley Shelton, who is the surprise. Guess what? She's the uh, the main character, She's which it. I really I'm answering your question now. Half an hour later, when I realized she was the main character was when we had a scene with her in the shower where the power went out. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, it wasn't the power. When the water, the water went, went, out. went off. Yes. And yeah. in the daytime did, again, yeah. another daytime. She didn't die. She right. didn't die. Yeah. That was like, right. oh, yeah. we had a scene with somebody in, you know, by themselves. Who could have been in danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who any other character would have ended up dead at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she must be the she must be the hero. 
Yeah. Makes sense. Gotcha. You're right. And then the movie plays a gotcha spoiler alert uh, that one of her friends, the one who was actually making out with the kid under the bleachers in the mm. beginning, is the killer. She does give her motivation for this in a long spiel right before uh, she is revealed to be the killer. Yeah. Because yeah. basically she says she's lost a lot of weight and she you know, says that you were this one. You were the smart one. You were the brainy one you know, or whatever. You were the sexy one. And, you know, I was the fat one. And so, like, I hated you all for this my entire life. Right. And so that's like, oh, clue. That's her motive. Right. <clears throat> Did anyone believe when she was revealed as the quote-unquote killer? That she was the no, because the stature killer. of the person dressed in the costume didn't match that at all. Like, yeah, but movies have done that. that. Movies Scream do that Two does that time. a lot. We all kind of go for that, don't we? We're just yeah. like, what is the, what is the? Because we're always introduced to obviously the killer and the costume and everything. So we're like, all right, who does that look like? Yeah. What did they? But did like, they he was like a, a big hulking dude. You know, uh, like, but it was, but the killer isn't big enough to be David Boreanaz either. No, he's got broader shoulders than that killer ever had. Yeah. But I, you know, you keep she, wondering, like, I don't know though. She, her stature is is a little bigger. Like she's per, she's purposely like a little bulkier than the other girls, right? And she's got that big bulky coat. Yeah, it was more likely, like, it was more likely her than David Boreanaz. But you sit there going, like, well, they're disguising. You know, they're trying to bulk it up because they they yeah. want you to think that it's either a man or a woman is the killer. We don't know. The movie's saying it's this Jeremy Morton or whatever, Melton. Melton, but it could be anybody. And in the end, it's like, surprise, it's your friend. She's actually been killing the rest of you. She waited for 13 years to spring her evil plan. 13 years. <laughs> That's the thing. Because when <laughs> you just all of a sudden... You, you kind of <laughs> dig into it and go with that, just like, why would you wait so long? Yeah. And you've been friends with her the whole the time. So yeah. that's a long game. That's a long time to just wait to kill people. Did you just suddenly snap? Yeah. Probably. Does it feel like there's scenes <laughs> missing from this movie? Because yes. they talk about, you know, they're trying to track down who this guy is, the, yeah. the Jeremy Melton character who uh, is possibly the killer. There's another J.M. initial yeah. guy who, like, Jason, the cops. Is the yeah, first guy. The first you, date. It's the first the date. The first date, yeah. Who is the same guy who shows up at the at the art yeah. exhibit who's yeah. just like, you want to come here? And he's just like, eh. Mm-hmm. And then just fucking walks away. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually, they actually had a couple of those because then like the weird scrawny dude that was at the turbo dating that he couldn't actually talk. Right. He was at the party. He shows up in the background. Yeah. Or, he was like, in the background at the party. So they kept which, throwing those kind of things like in there. Which seems like that's bravo to the filmmakers for like continuing to throw those guys in. Like, yeah. I actually appreciated you, that. I yeah. do too because you're like, yeah. oh, it's the dude again. He's in the background. Yeah. So, I appreciated yeah. that. That's nice that they do that. Yeah. But does the movie check out if you go back and think, like, was she present? Like, so in this scene, she had to run upstairs, put all that shit on, kill somebody, run back to the party, act like this. You know, it's like, or was it David Boreanaz at that point? Because David Boreanaz is presented as this basically well-adjusted dude. He's a writer. You know, he comes back. He's Marley Shelton's boyfriend. You know, they had some kind of fling and they had, they broke up for a little while and then yeah. they're getting back together. He drinks that's too the, much. Yeah. He drinks, yeah, that's right. He's an alcoholic. I'm, so going back, David Boreanaz obviously checks out more so than anybody else. Because he's absent from the, he's absent yeah. and he's there. 
Yeah, he like, t- he's at the apartment complex. He turns down having sex with her to go like, what does he say he's going to do? Like they go out to that date and they come home and she's like, you want to come upstairs? And he's like, no, nah, I got some shit to do or something right. that like that alone yeah. is like the first. He was but like, also, he was was like the, I don't want uh, I don't want you to regret yeah. doing it or something right. like yeah. that. He's yeah. also like at the apartment when uh, Scary Gary gets killed. Yeah. And then after, right after Scary Gary gets killed, he's outside the – that's the next scene is like her meeting him right outside the apartment. He's like, oh, hey, hey, I got here because I was, you know, mm-hmm. I was waiting for you and everything. And just like, well, ah. And his character makes like a fucking 90-degree turn. We're supposed to believe that he's yeah, drunk quick, apparently. Yeah. And he's just – then he becomes an asshole. So it's like, well, he, clearly he's, he's the killer. And so she's breaking bottles over right. his head and all that. And then the real killer shows up and he all of a sudden shows up out of nowhere and blasts the killer away. You're like, well – Okay, what, there's are, that. Right. So what was the cuz it's never explained like what was the motivation for Dorothy to find the find the costume, get in the costume, attack her friend in the costume. Right. Like, that's never a thing that is established at all in this movie. Yeah. Like because why end, why would she get into that thing? At the end it's established that he has the nosebleed because that's right. the the big, you know, which is yeah, shocker at the end. Credits. She's being comforted by him and he bleeds on her and he right. look pan up and he's got that crazy look in his face. So he's actually been killing people yes. throughout the film. Yeah. She's in the costume at the end. Are the two in cahoots? Cuz she was coming after the no. girl with the fucking knife and I do, not believe, her away. I do not believe they were in <clears throat> They, were they have to be. It, it makes no sense if they aren't. And I think this, that's the problem with this movie is that it makes no sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for them to be in cahoots. And it makes no sense for her to be in the costume at the end. I think it ends up making no sense. See, I was trying to put this together. Like, sure, we all trying you know, to put it together. They said, you know, she felt bad because as a kid, she was responsible for, you know, when, when she said that the kid had forced himself right. on her, mm-hmm. that meant that he ended up going to reform school. And mm-hmm. then after that, he went to a mental hospital, right? She yeah. feels remorse. So at some point I'm like, well, in she's writing letters or something, this kid, and they develop a relationship and they're going to get revenge on these kids. Right. In my in my backstory, that's what happened too. She feels right. guilty and she contacts him. Right. There's that's, always that. That's, that's my so backstory too. they are tag teaming this yeah. thing. But that doesn't work, right? Because he blasts her away <laughs> when she's attacked. Well, because well, when you come down to the end of it. Yeah, because he's, I mean, ultimately... It, it's like fucking scream, right, you know, you the two kill killers, and there's like, well, sell out and yeah, you got exactly. It's the same thing. But that is not not dealt with at all. I no, mean, not at all. Not, not yeah. at all. We are basically like, there's a killer in this movie who has a nosebleed through the mask, and then this person is shot all of a sudden by David Boreanaz. Bam! It's your friend. Surprise! And then David Boreanaz has a nosebleed. Yep. The end. The end. I think we should talk a little bit more about the hot tub scene. <laughs> it's a big set piece in it this was, movie. Yeah, it was it was yeah. the best uh, kill scene. This yeah. is getting into Michaela's nightmare scenario. Yeah, no, it is because Denise Richards is in the hot tub by herself, walks around the fucking conservatory of plants because the killer's like you know leaving stuff out for whatever. He, yeah, like we said, this is where he's the ninja, a ninja. The ninja yeah. comes back in. Yeah, and he's. Fucking but see, this 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 is where it would make sense that they're in it together. That there's two of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. The ninja yeah. stuff makes sense that, that there's two grass. of them, right? But there's nothing. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Informs yeah. that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't get any like, supportive material, no, but it would no make sense. Material. It would make sense. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I continue with Kayla. It's okay. Killer grabs her, throws her in the hot tub, slams the lid down on top of it, which what? is like a clear lid, which 
makes the scene way cooler. Uh, and, and a cooler uh, lid. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. Like, right. But I figure if you're rich, gonna you're going to spring for that, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of like the canvas soft lid, you're going to yeah. spring for the like fucking the, glass. Yeah. You know, it's nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> plastic. Yeah. That's, that's it's plastic. like plexiglass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll it's plexiglass. And uh, so she's trapped underneath, and like, there's like maybe what, two inches of space between the top of the water and the, the glass. Yeah. And enough and just enough to breathe. Yep. Just And then he starts drilling holes in it with a drill, which at first I was like, wait, no, no, she's got airflow, dude. What are you yeah. doing? I was yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing, man? She can breathe now. I, I don't idiot. understand. <laughs> I, I, doubt, yeah. I doubt it was airtight before, but but, yeah. but now not, it's definitely but not. Now it's just like, yeah. he's trying to like, I'm going to drill a fucking hole. Yeah, yeah. This is like, I mean, is it some kind of spasm? Is it like an erratic thing? He's like, okay, fine. I'm going to drown you. Then like, shit, it's got two inches of, yeah, it's got two inches of space. She can still breathe. Well, fine. I'll drill her then. You know, what's the And then he drills her in the arm and that I was like, ooh. It's a long Ah, I got yes. you in the arm. Yeah. And then he's like, he ah, it up, fuck it. Lifts it up and throws the drill in there and electrocutes yeah. the shit out of her. Yeah. So, I mean. I don't know if that was a like good sequence It's like a three-pronged attack. It didn't, I, it didn't play right, me like right. it was a good sequence. In the context of the movie. Yeah. I was not expecting it. I didn't predict any beat of that. When she got in the hot tub, I wasn't like, yeah, he's going to shut the lid yeah, on it and drill her in the arm. Burn and then, her to yeah. death yeah. in the A burning or just a drowning. A drowning. I thought this was better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could not predict anything. Better than the chasing the insignificant character around for 20 minutes. In the fucking billiard room. Like, what the hell was that? The boyfriend's ex girlfriend? Investor? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, something. You don't remember her? The one who was like, you know, he'll do to you what he did to me. In the plaid room. Oh, right. The, the plaid she hides room. in the sauna. Oh, boy. Yeah. This, yeah. This, it's this the longest. This B plot oh. with the fucking Campbell. Yeah. 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 Where we're like, all right, we get it. He's not a good dude and he's bilking people out of money. And they were just like, we're going to go with that. Yeah. For yeah. like 10 minutes at least of oh, this it was movie. That was a long one. Jesus. It's like, I mean, wow. Crack, Cracker Jack. Uh, sure. Like, yeah. Lightning in a promise. bottle right yeah. there. <laughs> yep. You right. got it. Yeah. Well, also, her body looked insane. Denise Richards' body was insane, especially in that hot yeah, tub scene. I was like, "God damn, girl!" Especially well, like if the, if the camera was... adds ten pounds and that's what she looks like, yeah. can you imagine what she looks like in real life? Jesus well, she Christ. was. I mean, prior to it feels to me like uh, maybe I'm remembering things wrong, or maybe it's my own. You know, however you uh, <laughs> are, you, are you adding levels to her? Then? Maybe. But okay. it seemed like there was, you know, there Denise Richards was the it girl. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was she was like unthroned by. Girl. I was gonna say like, she was a yeah. Bond girl. Yeah, Bond girl. Yeah. She's uh, what's her Christmas? Uh, Did, what's her yeah, Doctor Christmas. Doctor Christmas. Because Christmas, Christmas comes, comes once, once a year. A year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bravo to Bond yeah. and those writers. Uh, yeah. World is not enough. Yes. Uh, yeah. Then she was like dethroned by Megan Fox. Right? Was that the the one after her? No. The it girl. Megan Fox wasn't between? a Bond girl. No, not no, a no, Bond girl. He's, yeah. he's just talking like generational. Oh, um, yeah. there, there had to be one in between. No, there was more people between. It did not go Denise Richards. Megan Fox. In my mind, that was not Denise the Richards. It had to have been. No. Listener, tell us who it was because yeah, we know we're just blanking on it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like at this point in filmmaking, there's never like the it girl. There's like no, ten. Well, that's the thing there's now. like ten. But back I then, think that's yeah, it. But, like, yeah. it became more even when Megan Fox like appeared, in she was a big deal. That was a big deal. No, I, I, I get it. Was Richards a big deal. Was it was Denise right. Richards. It was Jennifer Love Hewitt. It was like there's a ton of them. But more and recently, it's become overpopulated with that. Yeah, there's a ton. We move too quickly as a society now. So none of them. 
stand out because yeah. there's just a group of them yeah. at this point. And they all look alike. It's like with all the Chris's and all mm-hmm. the things. Just like, oh, a bunch mm-hmm. of them. I'll say the Chris's are all different. I won't bring them into it. I was going to say, you don't want to go there. You know what? We all I will argue. Gonna, are, they are they different, though? They are. You know I will what? argue. Take it back. But if you look at like any dude who's in any like CW show, if you look at the whole male cast of all those, you, they're all the same. But we've gotten to that point where we're oversaturated with these pretty people. Yeah. So it's not as exclusive when you get these people for your horror movies like this era well, of... I like the way did. that she is the star of the movie. You notice that in the, mm-hmm. the credits? It's Denise Richards, She's taller David than everybody. Boreanaz, and everybody else. Yeah. Taller than everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got to get out of this. So... Uh, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, culture is much more segmented now because of the internet. So you don't really yeah. have the cultural phenomenons that you had before yeah, the because internet. There's mm-hmm. no, because you we know? had avenues of media that would focus focus on these people yeah and now it's all so diversified and now we're focused all over the place Mm -hmm. because it's not just film or tv you can ignore or focus on whatever you want social media who brings all these people up anyway so we have no specific like focus on who we're gonna make stars it's everyone now yeah that's why we don't get people like this anymore it's a 15 minute free for all (laughs) yeah all over the place (laughs) yeah it sucks. It does. Suck. Right? It does. It want, does. I it want sucks. to. Fo- I don't want to look at. I want to focus on people. I want to. Yeah. Have stars. There's fucking, That's what I want. I don't want. I don't like YouTube stars. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Superstar is over. Yeah. So Logan Paul. Fuck you. No one knows what I'm talking about. Do no, I, no, I do. I just I, don't know I have no idea. Don't care it's, to comment really on it. Like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. All right, we'll He's tell an you asshole. What. It's all you need to know. Let's, I believe uh, you. Watch the recent fire documentary. You've seen the influencers, and you know what we're talking about. Oh, right? okay. I haven't watched well, it. We yet. are influencers. Oh, what are you talking about? Uh, okay, so we're going to read some of your mail, uh, and to do that, we're going to summon Igor. Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. What has happened? What? To making fun of Igor. Is it well, my job every time? Jesus Christ. I, Someone else come up with some well, shit. I'm just saying, me. usually I turn to you because usually got you're the nothing. one who's got something. This movie's got he me stumped. He doesn't need something every week. Like he sometimes he, hasn't sometimes had for like he three just weeks. delivers the mail. Get the fuck out of here, Igor. Don't be mean to him. I'm pretty him. sure he yeah, had some rude. stuff the past couple rude. weeks. Rude. Just because we can't God. do anything funny to be mean to him. Sorry, Igor. I don't have anything good for this movie. Accept our apology. All right, so we can... Uh, I'm still trying to understand this down. movie. That's yeah. where my brain's yeah. at right now. All right, well, you can work on that while we read some of this mail. We're right. going to uh, tell folks how they can get a hold of us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Uh, on Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. Uh, by email. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. And on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. About the movie Valentine, Amos Martinez writes in and says, I didn't care much for this one. It was very predictable, but fun in a 90s slasher kind of way. Of course, I didn't like any 90s slasher film except Scream, so my opinion is pretty invalid on this one. I mean, well, your, opi- your opinion in. is not invalid. No, your yeah, it matters, and we appreciate you That's why it. we ask you to tell yeah. us your opinion, you know, we obviously, care. Obviously, Scream is is. <laughs> yeah, but he just top, contradicted but, himself. Right. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I love the people who I like a man in. who knows his mind. I, li- I like, I like exactly. when they write in, they're yeah. like, well, my opinion is invalid, and that's the last point they make <laughs> in a paragraph <laughs> thing they write in. Just like, well, thank you for writing that. <laughs> We appreciate it. Grant Parrish writes in and says, I saw this in theaters. I guess the killer from the cast slash poster. Otherwise, I do not recall much of this movie. Well, Colin, it's what you were saying. It's like a, it's like a amnesia that takes effect. I forgot who the killer effect. was, though. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah, I guess it's twice. David Boreanaz, because what else is he doing in this movie? But Grant also also went and saw this in theaters. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, good is for it? you, man. I mean, like, I mean, sometimes you got to see stuff in theaters just to be able to say you saw it in theaters, you know? Sure. Like, I go see movies for that All reason that sometimes. just paid off tonight, Grant. Congratulations. Uh, Mark Harrison writes in and says, let's be honest. How creepy is that baby cherub's head on an adult's body? It d- it doesn't fit right, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, it's it's just... it's it's odd. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's odd. Disconcerting. I kind of wish they would have committed to the theme and not just done the cherub head in a black I, I outfit. Do, no, I do appreciate <laughs> wear a diaper or something maybe. <laughs> <laughs> totally naked, Commit, just yes. diaper. Commit you know to what? the theme. All right. Commit. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I do appreciate that someone did die by bone arrow. Bone arrow. In this movie. I was going to yeah. say the same thing. Someone yeah. did die by bone arrow. I was it wasn't bloody too. enough not, though. Or not bloody enough. Well, also, yeah. there were like what a hundred other people nearby. Yeah, and no one ballsy. I'll tell you what I appreciate. I appreciated that Marley Sheldon was able to say, like, when describing David Boreanaz, he's not an angel, but what do you expect? Or whatever. No. Got right. that. No. Right. Get Got it in, in there. there. Get yeah. it in there. This, yeah, I nice. think this is the I last wave of that. <laughs> of just, like, winking at. Self-referential. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. no. Bohemian Rhapsody did that in the year of our Lord 2018, no, oh, so yeah, don't yeah, yeah, even. Yeah, yeah. That still is a thing that, that happens. We will not talk about that. That's a Best Picture nominee. We I know. Not talk that about had that kind of joke in it. I know. It should immediately disqualify a picture of that. It should. <laughs> you know, well, you didn't have to on. see it to know about this joke. We we talked about it's it off Mike mic Myers here. Joke. The Mike Myers joke. That ki- oh, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Automatic yeah. dismissal. A best yeah. picture nominee has that joke in it. Yeah. Because well, people enjoy it, I, except except for people they, like you, you know, Michaela, you know, and you, Sean. No one enjoyed that movie. They enjoyed listening to Queen for two hours. Right. That's exactly. what they yeah. enjoyed. Yeah. No one enjoyed the movie. They, All right. they enjoyed their nostalgia of Queen. Yeah, exactly. So Ryan Douglas 80 <laughs> writes in and says, uh, Valentine is awesome. Or no, he just says, awesome. I actually like this movie, although I admit it's a weak film. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, hey, at least you know where you lie. You know? sure. uh, about last week's episode, no, it was two weeks ago, we watched Magic. Uh, Todd Lamp writes in and says, Hopkins deserved an Oscar nod Todd for this Lamp? one. Todd Lamp? I like Lamp. that name. I dig it. What's well, Lamp with an E on the end? Oh, Lampe. Lampe. Lamp. Lampe. 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 Sorry if we're pronouncing your Lampe. name wrong. Todd Lampe. But uh, he says, Hopkins deserved an Oscar nod for this one. This was before he really hit the big time. His fats was creepy, disturbing, and impeccably done. Yeah, I, I'm still surprised it didn't slide into the Oscars, you know? It's a well it's well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Huddleston writes in. Chuds. And he says regarding the unter, uh, the ugly the winter unter. look of <laughs> ugly winter look of magic, that's a signature element of nineteen seventies horror for me. It seems like a lot of horror movies were filmed in the winter then, and not beautiful snowy winter. They seem to shoot on gray, ugly days when there was no snow. And I don't know if it was just a cheap year or time of year to film, but maybe but in the many seventies films have that look, which is something you don't see much today. Yeah, looking at you, Kathy's Curse. Well, that should have that too. The witch looked kind of gray. Flat gray. Magic look. was completely like. Was magic was like not early winter, but like late winter, almost spring, when everything is like brown and washed out it's, and it's wet. It's like that same color from scene to scene. I mean, yeah. They are. It's, yeah. Just, it's all muddled just, and. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, <laughs> everything was so muddy and wet in that movie. Yeah. I felt so bad for the yeah, actors. Like, is it, it's. You're it's, like, is this sepia? I can't tell. It's, it's like, like every day that it has been outside for the past month, it's like it looked like that throughout. 
Yeah, it's just, just like yeah. Well, uh, Grant Parrish wants to let us know that there's a movie called Dummy with Adrian Brody and Miljovovich, where the ventriloquism isn't creepy. It's played like a weird, quirky personality, and Don't I think believe you. some of the characters talk about how creepy it is. But the movie isn't trying to portray that. Ventriloquism actually saves the day in that movie, for oh. what it's worth. What? Is this like no. a like a Lars and the Real Girl situation where it's like an indie movie where it's like that's a quirk, not a scary Probably thing? They have it's Quirky, yeah, yeah. Get it out through their dumb. Yeah, like the beaver, that Mel Gibson oh, movie. Yeah, that's yeah. probably that's, what it's like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we will, uh, dummy. Not, we will not. Be, Man, indie movies can get away with whatever they want, can't they? They're just I like know, it's I mean, quirky and like it, like it works for a movie. <laughs> no, I do too. I, I but like, movie. but I'm sure. that is a movie that uses no, a not normal thing as like a vehicle for like how look how endearing this is. You know. All right, let's just get it done on dummies right now. Fuck them all. Yeah, I don't want to watch a dummy movie. They're all they're just no. And I sold my dummy. I'm sorry to say, after all that buildup, I, I sold the thing. I really can't believe you couldn't find it. It's how gone. much did you get for that dummy? I don't remember. Novato Judoka writes in and says, "Magic is the the movie helps explain where the scene in Humanoids from the Deep with the puppet comes from a tiny bit." You remember a scene? Was that in the tent? Yeah, he's like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. oh god, it's scene. Shit, I forgot about that. This is deep cut. Good job, shit. good job. Dummy Bravo. Sex. Wow. Mr. New Jersey. Wow, Dummy I totally sex. forgot about Bravo. that. Probably that on purpose. Because yeah, he had a Woody or something. Oh, yeah, he said, you want to see my Woody or something, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was bad. Wow. wow, yeah, I think I blocked that out. Dummy I think my brain yeah. was trying to help me by making me forget that. Wow. Well, thank you again, all of you, for writing in and Maximum joining effort. We appreciate it. the Freak Show family. So now we're going to go around the table and tell you what we each thought of Valentine, starting with Colin. Colin, what did you think uh, about <laughs> tonight's movie? That was a little touch and go there, Holly, for the past like three weeks. Sean's Sean, got it I, wrong. I hasn't known I have, where we are. I have fucked the, everything up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting we, back on track. We will never speak about Obviously, it. Obviously, I'm still not trusted. <laughs> there was a long pause, Sean. Sean, but you were pausing for a long time. My way back up. Uh, I feel like I a little more. This is what uh, power happens. needs to be ceded to me. But when we whatever. do uh, we'll listener choice month, it just throws Sean all off. Listener's choice threw me off. Yeah. So now, but I'm back in it. The order's still the same, no matter who picks the movie, I know. Sean. <laughs> I know. But now we're getting back in it. So, right. Colin, what did you think about Valentine? Um, I'm trying to figure out why you would recommend this movie to anyone. You know, I mean, like, what what could you possibly get out of it? If you want a slasher movie, you're in the wrong place. Because, I mean, I think as Holly was saying, it's like the 90s slasher movies, I think, all uniformly suck. With the, uh, the exception of Scream, which actually does have a... Um, you know, it reintroduced uh, and reinvigorated that genre and also brought like a kind of a uh, mean edge to it that the other movies like took away. And you know, some of that, you know, I know we're sitting here and talking about antisocial stuff, but, you know, the, the reason that you go to see slasher movies is to be shocked or amazed by the virtuoso, uh, you know, murder sequences that you that stay with you because of the visual effects involved. How did they pull that off? How did they achieve that, you know, effect without computers or whatever right. the hell? I haven't seen that it's before. like, yeah, that's, Steve's guts spill yeah. everywhere. Yeah, 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 right. It, like, in, yeah, in Scream. Yeah. 
I mean, it had those moments, even though I think that was uh, partially deleted in the theatrical cut. But there is a longer one. It was the version uh, is the only place you can see the full guts. Yeah, but it's the the, version we all remember now. We do. And I mean, a lot of the '80s ones also suck. I mean, a, a good portion of them do. But there are even the one. Then some of them that are. Uh, kind of what would you call the term would be like milk toast, where it's like yeah. Yeah, it's neither good nor bad, just right. flat. Uh, are punctuated by them trying to do either they have Tom Savini doing some of. I mean, that guy was a fucking magician, you know, doing some just horribly ghastly things in those movies, and some other places uh, uh, filmmakers like uh, what was it. Um, uh, in, even Intruder, you know, tried to do... That, that's the one that keeps coming back, because they saw fucking dudes in head in half in that movie. Yeah. Intruder keeps coming back. What's the because fucking Thanksgiving fucking one? Is gross it movie? Blood Harvest or something? I don't know. i got to go back and look. But, uh, go watch Intruder. They have, you know, so, um, like the Mutilator. Mutilator has yeah. one of the most, like, cringeworthy fucking murder scenes. But uh, not Tom Savini. But when but you Prowler, take, I think is what the Prowler, you, that's Prowler, well, that's a that, Tom Savini. Well, that's what I'm yeah, thinking, but that one's but like Jesus Christ. That's the one where you're just like, oh shit. Yeah, and the Burning too is, has a, anything and he does burning, because yeah. I think he directed his murder scenes. But see, why am I talking about this so much? Because even because though, they don't if, show up in this movie. But even if you take if you took the murders out of those movies, they would be as bad as this movie. Right. The reason that we remember them and talk about them is because of those moments. You know, you remember those set piece moments. And if you take the set piece moments out of the slasher film, which was what the 90s was trying to do, it's like, well, let's experiment with this. We'll see how far they get on plot and we'll compensate by giving them a slick production and a big budget and, uh, you know, stars, stars, television, bringing them in. Yeah. And I say to you that I just reject it flat out. I mean, I hated every single person in this movie. The writing was so bad. It's like they're just there's no one to relate to. Most slasher films also don't. I mean, usually you get a tight knit group of people. But like this one gives you people who are uh, these like wealthy upper class. I'm like, who's your salt of the earth? Usually there's there's at least someone to root for. Yeah. There's nobody in this. They're all like just bitches to each other and the people. People that they meet and are like, what the? Why do I care if any of them get killed? And ultimately, you don't. I think, uh, and that's a problem with the. Well, not just this film, but uh, other films in that uh, you know that late '90s cycle. Is that what they're going for? Do you just want all of them to die? It's like, is, is yeah, are we, because are we cheering for. If you look at the, if you look at the, 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 I see the Friday the Thirteenth remake is the biggest. Vi- uh, uh, Where no one is likable, and we want everyone to die. Yeah, because they misinterpret. Yeah. Uh, why the original films in the 80s worked, right? Because the critics of those films would say they put characters in there that are just there to get killed mm-hmm. and the audience cheers their death and this is horrible and this is what's everything that's wrong with society is that people behave this way. But I don't think that's how the audiences actually saw it. Right. The audiences identified with the characters and then were supposed to be frightened by the fact that like, you know, something could jump out of the closet and fucking stab you to death, right? That's why it's a horror film. Mm. You're not going there to cheer on the killer, unless mm. you're antisocial, right? But uh, 
these movies, you know, the later movies are all like, you know, well, that's what people like about slasher movies. They like the fact die. that, you know, they just have characters that you root to have them killed. And so they give you these just obnoxious people that you don't have any feeling for. And I'm like, dude, you totally missed it. You missed why these things right. work in the first place. So uh, Valentine, yeah, uh, it's the end of it's just bizarre and makes no sense. It's not bizarre in a fun way. Like I've seen movies <laughs> that go more off the rails than this. And I give you as evidence, uh, happy birthday to me, which uh, you know, I like the fact that this is All another, right. uh, you know, it's a holiday sleeve themed. That's another trope of the genre, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, happy birthday to me, like, goes even farther crazier than this, but in a way that it's like, okay, you went crazy, and, you know, I'm going to remember you for that. <laughs> this one's just like, meh, we just, uh, um, and then I threw, I crapped this out. Here's yeah, we name. can't explain any of this. Yeah, I can't explain it, but you don't care, because you're not that smart, you're not paying attention, you probably checked out a long time ago. You think it has contempt for its audience? I think, yeah, I think this movie was trying to make money, and didn't really, they knew that the other films had been successful, the Screams, and, you know, the Urban Legends, and just like, boom. I think Jamie Blank sucks. I, I hated Urban <laughs> Legend, I hated this, uh, yeah, avoid like the plague. A movie called Valentine. You can do so much better by watching a real goddamn slasher movie. Holly, what did you think? Uh, yeah, no, I think you're you're right on track there, Colin. I I feel the exact same way. This this felt the same as Urban Legend did. It just has, yeah, watching it. You know, I have that that nostalgia factor. These people that I remember watching on TV when I was a kid, and you know, I was. 13, 14, 15 years old when these movies were coming out and and it is fun to watch to watch that time capsule and see like the, the clothes and the music and it's a, it's a fun it's a fun flashback to have but the movie itself sucks ass it's so terrible and and like I said I felt that way about Urban Legend too like I'm, I'm with you on that it just it completely falls short of everything you're looking for in a horror movie you know there's there's nothing memorable about it whatsoever there, like, like we said the one decent and I say that loosely decent kill scene wasn't even all that great it was just we were so happy that something was a little better than the rest of the movie so we were excited about it but it wasn't even that great it was just nothing about this movie delivers on any aspect whatsoever it's horrible writing I mean the the acting's terrible all these actors are pretty terrible um you know, we were saying while we were watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is why Catherine Heigl isn't working anymore. I think Michaela said that. How dare yeah. you talk about Wendy Peppercorn that way? I'm sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. We all love Wendy Peppercorn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's there. there's really no redeeming qualities about this movie. There's no there's no effects. There's no there's nothing like there's literally nothing about this movie that is. It, this should not even be a horror movie or considered a horror movie. You remember the scene where there was like the girl got her head impaled on the on glass, glass, the shards of glass, shower? and like you don't there, you don't see blood. I don't I don't even know what happened in that scene. There's, like, we, there's no he should yeah stuff like that should linger. Yeah, and it does. And the only or thing we that should just, just see it smashed, happen. Right, so many of the kills yeah. happen off screen. And it's almost an immediate cut. Yeah. Right they, after her head goes. The down. thing with this movie, they spend 20 minutes leading up to a death and then they don't show the death. And it's yeah. like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. This is so stupid. There's you're trying so to much you're trying to put us in suspense of something that does not pay off. You don't show us shit. So it's just there there's no point. There's there's le- there's build up to absolutely nothing and it's just yeah, it's it's disappointing. And 
Yeah, if you're gonna if you want to watch a Valentine movie, go watch My Bloody Valentine. Don't waste your time on this. There you uh, go. This, yeah, I, I. Sometimes I say, you know, if you want to watch something for nostalgia factor, then I would recommend it. But not even this; it's not worth it at all. No, there's, we're not there's nostalgic no, for the nineties, no, two thousands yet. I mean, mm. I mean, I like. Well, I'm not. I, I yeah, am. You might not be. I am. <laughs> you, you say that yet? You keep bringing all these movies yeah, to the freak show. Yeah, so you are nostalgic out. as hell. Yeah, for yeah, this yeah no, whatever, we'll Sean. No, I will. No, I will watch. She's all that and ten things I hate about you all the time. Those are the ones. I will watch those all the time. I am. I am nostalgic for those movies of that era. Yes, do do better. Than they do other ones. But this particular time in horror after Scream, and you know, I I think we all still. Have a soft spot for I know what you did last summer, but not after me. no, no, not you, not you, not you. I know, not you. I got a soft one for uh, I still know. I know you that's do. Just me. But like after that, it's like these people just had no idea how to make horror movies. They had no clue. They had no idea. What see, made I don't them, see a what, lot of what, difference what between that people. and this. Yeah, I really don't see any between, difference yeah. between I. I know what you did last summer in this movie. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I agree with you. I know what you did summer is not great, it, but you have a soft spot for that, but not this one. Well, yeah, because you did, because you don't have a nostalgic attachment you to like this one. People better, and I know what you did. I bet. I think that's probably. I mean, I'll say that for me, I mm-hmm. do like the people better in that one. Yeah, that's prob- that's probably also, it. I think we also get whatever you want to say about it a much clearer storyline in that one than we do in this one. Yeah, if we're just going to compare that movie to this movie, I agree with that. It's more. It's definitely more clear and maybe straightforward in that one than this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, this this time in horror was just. Dull. It was very dull. And I, yeah, no, I cannot recommend this movie at all. Michaela. This movie, like, feels really amateur in a lot of sense. Like, the writing feels very first draft, which is weird for four slash five people writing it. It, it, it's high production value and it's got legit stars in it, but like, it just feels like, don't question it. We just need to get the shoot done. Yeah. Like, it feels like we just don't just, we just got to shoot in this, like, really short amount of time. So let's just get it done. However, uh, I was never allowed to watch any of these types of movies when they came out. So, like, I like discovering them and I like going back and I like the time capsule nature of it. And all I've ever been told about this movie is how terrible it is. Don't watch it. It's fucking terrible. Don't watch it. It's terrible. So, like, I go into this being like, this is going to be, like, an offensively bad movie. And I'm like, this is no worse than I Know What You Did Last Summer or any other non-scream 90 slasher. It's no worse than any of those other movies that Sean has made us watch on this freak show. <laughs> and so I'm just like, why is everyone shit on this movie so hard when Urban Legend and I Know What You Did Last Summer are just as bad as this movie? So... That being said, I think I'm going to recommend it because I enjoyed both of those movies. I I like the time capsule nature. I I like I don't expect these movies to be good going into them. I don't expect to see anything I haven't already seen before. I expect a sanitized MTV prepackaged like uh, expensive edition of a slasher movie and that's what I got so I feel like this like exceeded my expectations because everyone told me it was going to be so bad. They, so I mean there's I think I would recommend it. I think it's it's a fun time capsule. It's stupid as fuck, and it's a technically bad movie. But I didn't hate it. I I it didn't make any fucking sense. But you know, it was a. Uh, I'm glad I watched it. I got. I thought the hot tub scene was pretty fucking cool. I'm so confused. Earlier, you no, were, you were like, like, no, no, no. Earlier, earlier. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Earlier, she was like speechless because she could not handle like her thoughts about this movie. And now, yeah, because I don't. I still. I still said it doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying. I'm not saying this is the hell I'm gonna die on. Like I'm saying it doesn't make any sense. But like I said, to me, it's no different than I know what you did last summer or Urban Legend. It is the exact same movie as those. Like so, wait, it's. 
appealing people. So you're recommending it specifically to people who are looking for a ni- 90s nostalgic. Yeah, of course. Why else would you watch it? Why else would you watch well, that, it? That's the, that's that's the only that's reason the to watch right it. The only reason is, to watch um, it is if you want like a 90s nostalgic movie. Not that's for the, a good literally movie. The only re- no, it's not a good movie. <laughs> or a horror movie. Or it's anything. not a good movie. It's not. It's a technically very poorly made movie. It doesn't make any sense. Like I said, I feel like they wrote like they wrote. It's almost like they wrote X and then never like. Ref, like checked the X to make sure they line up with That's each other. That's the four yeah. people right? Yeah, movie. yeah. Everyone like, took twenty this, pages, this, and this. that was yeah. it. It's that exquisite corpse kind of thing where it doesn't right. all match up. Just yeah, together, yeah, we'll exactly. Or we'll fix it in post. Is probably what they yeah. said every single day on the set in this movie. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post, and like it didn't yeah, work out. It's it's not it's not a good movie. But I uh, I don't know. I had fun. I thought, like I said, it's the same <laughs> as I know what you did last summer in Urban Legend. It's it's everything else that came out. It's even like Cursed. I would say Cursed is a similar movie to this too, and I enjoyed that movie too. Oh. So, <laughs> Sean, uh, I think you know what if I look at if I look at everything objectively at this point, I think you're right. I think it yeah. is right in there. I know what you did last summer, Urban mm-hmm. Legend, Valentine. Mm-hmm. I think it all is of that era, and it all is pretty much the same. And I'm. Uh, I think there are there are certain things, and this is I think it all comes down to everyone's perspective on each specific movie. Because I like I know what you did last summer on Urban Legend uh, more than I like Valentine, but I think that comes down to each individual person. Um, when it comes to Valentine, I don't know. It's a hard one to say. Like I wasn't uh, I wasn't offended by this movie. Um, I was a little. Uh, Confused by like what they were trying to do by the time yeah they got I expected to, the end to of it. watch it. Well, the way people talked about this movie, I expected to walk out of it feeling like how I like felt about angry? detention about yeah, detention. Just, I expected uh, being like fuck this movie, and I'm just like it's it's not offensive it's, it's, to it's, me. It's, it's still not the same. It, it feels it's definitely of it's the toothless. Era and it it's an absolutely like, toothless yeah. movie. But it, the, uh, you could pick it down to that. Yeah, I mean it is <laughs> it is toothless, and that's it does it, it that a era, movie with no entertainment value, but. I, See, I find is, I do find entertainment in it, though. Are we finding entertainment in the fact that is it is they it has have, been neutered of its exploitive no, it's elements? Entertaining, you're you're you're. I mean, you're catching the nostalgia buzz mm-hmm. of like, sure. look at the hairstyle. I remember that. I remember people wearing their pants like that or whatever. They're, the stupid even those things don't, they make those don't come up. The music is the music would be the biggest version of that for this movie because yeah. the things you mentioned before. Not come across, but otherwise, um, or at least getting like, oh, it doesn't do this right, or at least or that, getting all these stars together in a movie like this. Um, stars, I know. I was like, eh, stars is <laughs> they, like that's what I was saying. It's the stars of our era sees a fucking headless corpse and has basically no real reaction to it. Yeah. Another um, person greets a person at a door who like shows up in her apartment with a fucking uh, uh iron above yeah. her head, and she's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like I would react uh, differently no, than that. No, no you're like, right. What? Like uh, any reaction in this movie is not human, relatable, or human. You're no, yeah. you're absolutely correct. Um, relatable if, is the good word. Yeah, I think it's, right. none of it's relatable because nobody in their right mind would react to the events that are going on in this movie. But like are we, we're we're watching, uh, but we're also watching a horror movie. Like for, like we're not. This uh, this is gonna sound like me trying to forgive the sins of this movie, so I'll yeah, I'll skip that. Um, yeah, no, we can't relate to any of the reactions of this movie. Um, and I think the the writing of this movie is also pretty reprehensible um, because just it doesn't make sense. Um, the dialogue's not great. Um, 
nothing is wrapped up really at the end. They're just it just it does feel like it's written by four writers. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, um, the killing again, like we said, it's neutered horror. It's like it's of that era where they're just like there's no teeth to it. There's nothing like it's not. It doesn't have an attitude. It's not mean. Like we said, Scream had an attitude towards it. It was mean at certain points, but it had like it it was going for something. Yeah, it this teeth. it didn't. It was this movie is not going for anything. Scream walked so this movie could run. Without without Scream, we would not have this movie. Uh, for like, better or worse. Well, sure. I mean, like, Scream is the cause of, like, like you said, for better yeah, or worse, yeah. for a lot of this stuff, uh-huh. obviously. But, uh, I mean, you know, I, I think it was, it's, I, what, I don't know, comparative to Scream, like, you can't. It's hard when the best. It's like people watch Scream and decide like we're going to go the opposite direction for this movie. It's hard when the best one is the first one. You know, I I don't know. It's just it's not. There's there's no going up from Scream. You know, it's hard to pick out anything in this movie that would draw you into it to watch it again after your first viewing, unless someone sat you down and made you watch it. Um, And because of that, uh, I can't recommend valentine um there's uh, there's nothing that will draw there's one thing that's going to draw me back to this movie uh, Richards. uh no on this dvd uh there is a, a feature-length audio commentary by director jamie blanks and i will be watching this movie with that commentary to figure out yeah. because i want to know why about the script right well because well, of a budget crunch we had to right cut this and i want to know that's the only <laughs> i want to know why yeah. and i'm hoping that that audio commentary oh, that will explain that will, why there were two right will relieve something of the yeah. mystery of this movie and that is the only reason i will be revisiting valentine because again the reason I brought this tonight is because it had been so long since I'd watched it. I needed to have my firm understanding of it and how I felt about it. Now I know. Uh, you should probably pass on Valentine. There's nothing for you here. Nothing that's going to give you that that entertainment value that's bringing you back, that's bringing you to horror movies or bringing you back to horror movies. It's You're not going to find it in this. So uh, pass on Valentine. Sorry, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy early Valentine's Day, as this would be. Well, uh, so next week, we want you to stick with it, because we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by... Holly! Holly, what are we watching next week? Well, next week, we're going to watch a little gem. Um, it's My Gift to Colin. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. We're going to watch a little Burt Reynolds movie called Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's yes. fist oh, pumping the air right now. Colin, something I've never seen it. Malone? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen this. Anybody? I no, no, no. So we might regret this. We might yeah. regret it. Yeah, I might it, entirely be... regret this. I've never seen it. I have no idea. Well, thank okay. you very much. I appreciate you're that. So I've welcome. always wanted to see I Malone. I know. You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, ladies and germs, the basement is going dark. <laughs>